0: hello and welcome to studio rc an encouragement for both your recovery and your faith my name is max i am an alcoholic and i am also a follower of jesus so this week we're starting on a new adventure and each week we're going to take a look at a different recovery church value and we're going to do so i'm going to try something i haven't tried i'm going to put a little timer in the corner and i'm going to give myself 12 minutes to see what I can do on each value. I'll only have the 12 minutes, um, and we'll go through each of the different values. What I wanted to do is just set it up, and, and this will be the same setup each week, and then we'll transition into whatever value of the week. But it's important to remember, you know who, who are we and what, what, what do we do here at Recovery Church? Recovery Church movement is a network of Recovery Churches reaching and training those in early recovery to grow in their faith and their recovery. Recovery Church movement is a bridge between the 12-step fellowships and the church. We train, coach, and help people learn to become disciple makers within the recovery community and to start, plant, and reproduce recovery churches. That's, that's who Recovery Church is. That's what... We do now. Our vision, our recovery church vision, is this: a recovery church in every city in this nation and beyond. And we have taken a look. I believe. I think there's some something like fifteen thousand cities in our in our nation, and and so we're looking at that and looking at ways that we can. Uh, continue to expand and continue to have recovery churches in each and every one of those locations. In addition to your online uh, resources such as Studio RC or, or our RC online campus, our uh, High Five at 420. So we have all these different stories, um, different ways that we can help uh, those, both the physical locations as well as giving uh, uh, digital resources as well. And so our mission, we have did our vision and our mission. Our mission is equipping God's people to do God's work of recovery. So we have who we are and what we do, we have our vision, and we have our mission. And that will set us up each week to go into exploring a different value. And we'll, we'll review this each week and then we'll go into the value of the week. And so over the next several weeks, we're gonna look at ver- various values. And uh, and again, I'm gonna take 12 minutes um, on a clock and see how far and how much we uh, we can get uh, covered. I may have to speed talk, but that's okay. Um, so hopefully you're ready. And, uh, and this'll be something that'll be informative also of who again recovery church is and who um the very essence of us and our values and, and what the things that we do value so let's get started on this week's value this week we're going to tackle value number nine from our rc value uh series and value nine is the value of rotation rotation so Let's take a look at it. Let's uh, get t- 12 minutes on the clock, and away we go. Value nine, rotation. It states, we serve with a spirit of rotation, with humility at the center of all our efforts. Again, we serve, the people in Recovery Church, we serve with a spirit of rotation, with humility at the center of all our efforts. The truth is, we have something in common i need you you need me we need each other that that's the beauty of how recovery church works it tells us in 1 Corinthians 12 it talks about one body but many parts and that that really is a great demonstration of what we hope our recovery church bodies their community our campuses look like it tells us starting in verse 12 for just as the body is one and has many members and all the members of the body though are many there's one body so it is with christ and we have that on a micro level and a macro level we have one body your local campus and many members uh, on a macro level in the recovery church movement we have one body of the movement and many members, all the individual campuses. So whether a micro or macro level, um, we, we have the same look. And so it is with Christ, it tells us. It goes on to say, for in one spirit, we are all baptized into one body. Jews or Greeks, slaves or free, and all were made to drink of one spirit. So we're all of one. It goes on to say, for the body does not consist... Of one member but of many I mean just just look around look around at your local campus look around when you go to uh, a conference a recovery church conference and you look around there's not just one member if the foot should say because I'm not a hand I do not belong to the body that would not make any make it any less part of the body and if the ear should say because I'm not an eye I don't belong to the body that would not make it any less part of the body I mean doesn't that sound like an addict well I'm an ear but I'm not an eye and well I don't belong to the body (laughs) Uh, you don't understand how important I am or the other extreme I'll never fit in because I'm not an ear or I'm not an eye (laughs) maybe if we just listened a little bit more maybe we could Maybe we could fit in. Maybe we could understand how all the different people play different parts. If the the scripture goes on, if the whole body were an eye, where where would be the sense of hearing? I mean, it's always about the ear, isn't it? If the whole body were an ear, where would be the sense of smell? But as it is, God arranged the members in the body, each one of them, as he chose How else could we have gotten such a a crazy mix of people? And I'd say crazy and talented mix of people at Recovery Church. Again, on your community micro level as well as the macro level um, that we have across the movement. If all were a single member, where would the body be? As it is, there are many parts, yet one body. Just know, you're one of the many parts, which is great, that make up this incredible body the scripture goes on to say the eye cannot say to the hand i have no need of you nor again the head to the feet i have no need of you on the contrary the parts of the body that seem to be weaker are indispensable and isn't that what we say the newcomer is the most important person in the room the, the the weaker are, are indispensable to what we're doing. The people who haven't yet found faith. Those who are still grasping and trying to find recovery. Those are some of the most important, if not the most important part of our community. And the scripture goes on to say, And on those parts of the body that we think less honorable, we bestow the greatest honor. And our unpresentable parts are treated with greater modesty. Which... Are, which are more presentable parts do not require, but God has so composed this body. Know that if you're at Recovery Church, God chose you to be here. That's God invited, God ordained, God wanted you here and part of the body. Um, the scripture goes on to say, giving greater honor to the part that lacked it, that there may be no division in the body but that the members may have the same care for one another. This is the the like the we part of the program. We do this together. And the scripture says, If one member suffers, all suffers together. If one member is honored, all rejoice together. Isn't that the picture of recovery? If someone goes out, everyone suffers. Everyone struggles. Everyone hurts when someone picks up. If one member uh, celebrates a, a, an anniversary, all rejoice together. You know, if it's 30 days, 6 days, 90 days, a year, whatever. The, the people in the, your community go crazy for an anniversary. <clears throat> Just because you have an anniversary doesn't somehow take away from other people's anniversary. I love that about recovery. When one member is honored, we all rejoice together. It's, it doesn't take away from us. I love that we celebrate together. Whether every time we do the surrender crosses, when we do those, we celebrate together. Whether it's a day one or a yearly anniversary, we celebrate it. And the, the scripture ends with, Now you are the body of Christ and individually, um, you're individually members of it. In other words, you're all individuals, but you make up this incredible body. You make up this community, our crazy community of Recovery Church. The Recovery Church values They continue to provide the principle that keeps the movement and our campuses healthy and grounded. These values provide health and it truly makes sure that we kind of, we keep our feet on the ground, even when things are going really well. This value again states we serve with a spirit of rotation, with humility at the center of all our efforts. this is how we approach the different tasks. Please understand that the Recovery Church, we're all in this together. We all need to work together to help make this work. We can't depend on one person to do all the work. We must share the load. We need every part of the body. Whether it's the greeters, whether it's the people in the media booth, whether it's the worship team, whether it's the person uh, live streaming, whether it's the person helping with the offering or doing the offering message or, or doing the surrender card, we need all of that. Um, and it's, it is beautiful when we get to watch when so many different people play a part. Now, maybe your campus is a little smaller and maybe you don't have the ability to have different people do everything, but still we kind of rotate. And if your campus is big enough, having everybody, someone different doing all those roles and then so like continuing to rotate, it is a beautiful picture of the kingdom. Our spirit of rotation ensures the tasks are pra- passed around for everyone to share. The Bible tells us the harvest is plentiful, but the workers are few. It tells us in Matthew 9:37 and 38, Jesus said to his disciples, The harvest is great, but the workers are few. So pray to the Lord who is in charge of the harvest. Ask him to send more workers into his field. The reason we desire more people to come to Recovery Church is one, so that more people will be exposed to Jesus. The more people will have the opportunity to experience faith. But we also pray so that more people will have an opportunity to serve. We need to work together. We, (coughs) excuse me, we need each other. It also protects people from getting burned out from doing all the work. We need to protect each other. Rotation is also important, so that no one becomes too proud. No, I'm the coffee maker. I'm the greeter. I'm the I'm the only one who can do this. There's ego in that. Pride can creep in when someone feels like something couldn't be run without them, and they can stop depending on God and trusting in they trusting in their own strength. And that's something that we try to avoid. It tells us in Philippians to do nothing. Out of selfish ambition or vain conceit, like I'm the one, I'm the only one, I need to do this. But rather in humility, value others above yourself. Not only the people that you're serving, but your coworkers as well. Not looking to your own interests, but each of you to the interests of the others. Um, that spirit of ro- rotation, that team approach, helps us to stay humble. Now, let's be, let let's let's. Um, you know be honest that like for me like i will never be on the worship team that's not part of my gifting Um, but we rotate our musicians maybe we rotate our teams maybe we rotate who leads um but you do need that skill set um the same with our media team there's some specialized skills and sometimes people have it sometimes have to sometimes people have to be trained up but we want to keep building our teams so that that is the case and one of the things that we honor is we honor calling over talent if you have a calling to a ministry and you're calling in your following of of jesus and in faith that's more important than someone who may be in that area and is more talented if you're following jesus but you're like only like a a so-so guitar player or a so-so media person We'd rather have that than have like (coughs) the best guitar player in the world, but they don't really follow Jesus or a media wizard, but they don't really have faith. So we very much try to honor that calling and know that we're also trying to to help develop that calling in your life or the recognition of that calling and know that we built redu- redundancy is built in because we're actively training our replacements. We're always trying to look for people that can know what we do so that there's there're interchangeable parts along the way. And know this is about Jesus, not any one person. It's built in discipleship that we're all trying to honor and serve Jesus. Now, it's interesting in recovery that it didn't take long for them to realize that they needed the group um that without other other members whether in the church or in recovery the recovery church movement as a whole <coughs> it would be difficult to stay sober we need one another to do that and so our common welfare comes first what we have in common overcoming addiction finding faith our common welfare must come first so none of us might become selfish and each of us um need to be consider other people which for addicts and alcoholics that's a struggle and one of the most important qualities as we start to to land the plane i think i've overshot by a couple seconds here but unity is one of our most cherished quality unity is that cherished quality that our society has has our lives the lives of all depend squarely upon us being unified being together because honestly recovery is a life or death matter that preservation of the unity is a life or death matter we must protect our unity must protect that come whatever night you meet you're going to be there for the person who's still suffering, you're going to be able to open the doors, not because you got in a fight over who should be the greeter or who should be the lead worshiper. I'm not coming me either. And the, there's a split and we're closing the door. Like we need to be unity allows us to be present for the next suffering addict and alcoholic. And that unity is it, it's found on on humility and. You know, we're we're not looking for rebellion, but more like cooperation, and to realize we're a small part of a, a greater whole. Again, whether on the the micro stage, like we're a small part of our campus, or on the macro stage, our campus is part of you know a bigger whole. And the principle, whether in recovery or faith, is give it away. We give away our recovery. We give away our faith. It's important. We cannot keep this priceless gift unless we give it away. We cannot survive unless we carry the message. And the truth is a selfish individual can damage the whole group. Unless we (coughs) curb our individual desires and ambitions, we can damage the group. And the truth is all of us, it tells us in the big book, most addicts and alcoholics, um, suffer from uh, being self-centered to the extreme. We don't want to let that extreme interfere with our, um, with our unity and our purpose and staying on, on point in regards to being able to serve others and serve others through rotation. So I'll just close with this. You and I, we have something in common. I need you. You need me, we need each other. It provides the framework by which to live our lives. And we will live out this value of rotation by clearly, um, by living it out, by serving with that spirit of rotation. And the only way we'll have a spirit of rotation is with humility at the center of all of our efforts because we know it's not about us it's about others we encourage you continue to like these these podcasts like these videos share them with your friends subscribe and uh, be sure that you you're always getting each weeks and uh, if there's if something really strikes you throw a comment in the comment section we just so uh love your interaction with what we're doing And uh, we just wanted the message to get out as far as possible so as many people can be touched by the words of recovery and faith and by Jesus. We love you and we thank you. And remember, Recovery Church, 12 steps, one goal. God bless and we'll see you next time.